0: next week probably starship will have the first orbital flight test
1: microsoft redesigned the whole platform to a make it faster but also of course how it is implementing ai features
2: samsung workers made a major error by using ChatGPT. So welcome to our weekly tech review where we explore the latest trends news and updates from the world of technology whether you are a seasoned innovation expert or just starting in tech this podcast is the perfect source for staying up to date with what is happening right now. With me today, I have Vincent and Henrique, and myself, I'm Tarek. Welcome! Tech Review is a collaboration of Ideas Engineering, Free Tech Academy, and Update. You can watch all episodes on YouTube or listen to us on all major podcast platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts while you work out, drive or maybe even travel through space. Let's jump into the news and my famous random generator tells me that Enrique is going to start (laughs) with, I guess, SpaceX? You want yes,
0: yes yeah. I didn't have space-related content in a while, so uh, I thought it's about time to talk about that. Um, because um, next week, probably, Starship will have the first orbital flight test. Um, it's uh, scheduled for the 17th of April, if everything goes right. And um, the reason why I brought this article is actually the video, that's the which is embedded a bit further down, it, it's a five minute video, though, so we probably shouldn't watch it now completely. But it's a new, you know, promo video that they um, introduced. I think the last one is already six years old, you know, if you remember the first time they announced the BFR and the whole Starship um, project. Um, and what I found really interesting in this video, I think it's around minute two or something when the booster is about to come back um to the to the earth like they do it like all the time like returning to uh to earth it's not supposed to land on the launch pad but it's supposed to land kind of um the it's about to be grabbed and kind of caught in the air and then it's like there you can see it
2: oh yeah nice
0: and that I thought is is pretty neat <laughs> i was like that's really just that second i was like okay that's a, that is new uh, to kind of grab it out of the air and kind of catch it while it returns back back to earth um what you can also see later in the video is uh, how actually there how the whole refueling is about to work uh, in space And then I think towards the end of the video, you can see the outpost on the Mars, like the new renderings on how it's supposed to look like. So, um, I mean, this is still kind of in the future, but since next week, Maybe, or if not, on the seventeenth of April, then one of the next days until the twenty second they have like a big launch window like from the seventeenth to the twenty second each day they could do the um flight test um it becomes you know more reality than like six seven years ago when the first movie was uh was shown to us so yeah that's uh that's news from the b f r and starship super interesting
2: i i wonder if there is a serious reason for why they're experimenting or at least have like these thought experiments of catching the the booster air instead of landing it as they are doing it right now because i thought it's a perfect system having it just landing there and i remember that uh some months ago we all also had another video of I think catching it in, in the air by helicopters or something, or I don't remember. what That was, was.
0: from, what was that SpaceX though? Or was that, there was another, um, I think, launch okay. provider who had this experiment. I remember mm-hmm. that as well, but I th- don't think it was SpaceX.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it's still the question if if it's just like a thought experiment of another possibility or if they have some kind of problems that they need to solve with this new mechanism. Vincent, you wanted to because say
0: something? You're... Oh, sorry.
1: Sorry. <laughs> no, Henrique, you go ahead.
0: No, I just wanted to add because I mean, the booster is also like it has different dimensions to the one from the normal Falcon uh, rocket. So it's it's... It's a huge one, maybe because of statics, and yeah, I don't okay. know. Um, that's the reason why the landing, like they used to do it, is not that easy with that one. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm just very surprised that we now are getting these news because I'm, I think, around about two months ago, um, we had this article saying, "In what a bad shape." <laughs> Uh, SpaceX rockets, and specifically Starship, actually is, um, and how how bad uh, SpaceX is developing and progressing. So my question might be, or could be, a this mechanism is it maybe a publicity stunt, and b is probably the whole test and this tweet just a way of Elon Musk again influencing public perception. Um, because the article i remember two months ago was very serious about how slow and how also programmatic actually the development of the space rocket actually is so um yeah i'm very surprised and i think honestly that's more publicity than it's actually a necessary test target. the question of the booster specifically being one that why haven't we heard about that earlier why why is this now coming even though uh, starship actually was um announced to be close to done in development and i'm not saying that every screw and every uh, circuit was designed um but this is such a fundamental change and let's just think back to how many years and tests it needed actually for the boosters to return safely on that landing pad in the ocean now catching on earth and i'm not saying earth as in our globe but now catching on uh on massive ground uh a rocket that is just as you said Henrike, much heavier than the falcon ones I don't know if that is not publicity.
2: I mean, it could be. I I imagine that um, SpaceX is a large company. And I could imagine that the research and development department that is creating all these plans and these designs is working independently from the production team that is preparing these 500 rockets that they plan to colonize Mars with. Um, and, and so it might happen at the same time that the production department uh, building these rockets on the beach and having them covered with uh, seashells and everything um, is, is working, has their problems, even though the research and development department does not stop building these new mechanisms. And so,
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, I also, I mean, let's see whether, you know, I, I think the test is, is going to happen soon. I mean, they just they write as well they just need the faa approval that all the security stuff everything is in order um and it makes sense that still although we had those news month ago that now they're ready to do the test because you gave the answer probably already it's month ago and we haven't heard for months so probably now they're kind of ready to, to do the actual tests, despite those problems that they had in the past. But if they're going to have this grabbing and catching kind of solution already in place, who knows? Maybe that is kind of the newest idea of the R&D department. And for now, they still have the conventional way of landing on a launch pad. I don't know. Um, And this is something they want to do in the future for whatever reason. But... Despite those problems that they had, I think to announce now, okay, now we're ready to have the test um is still quite um legit uh at this point, otherwise, I don't think they would announce it because that would be the much bigger like failure if they try a launch and it's you know failing big time because yeah right
2: ready. and uh, even though they are showing these images and these videos, it's still unclear when Starship is going to launch and actually getting into into space. And so, uh, yeah. having like a really working mechanism and having these promotional shots is probably completely decoupled, and they it, it does not really matter. And in terms of funding, I, I think uh, SpaceX needs some positive images uh, to to continue working as they intend to do.
0: Yeah, And maybe if it just would be the news of, okay, now the test is ready. Okay, then then do it (laughs) (laughs) and show us how great it is. But having it connected to a new promo video, of course, is a bit more exciting because it, you know, gets you back into this whole vision and how this can look like and gets you more excited than just a test announcement. So the publicity stunt at this point uh, definitely makes sense
2: and it is elon musk and we all know how much elon musk loves the topic of publicity exactly (sighs) all right if our tech review is valuable for you please give us feedback with a like or a comment that would help us tremendously and it wouldn't cost you anything and if you don't want to miss the next episode just click on the subscribe button and now back to the news Ah, i wanted to put the uh and and now this thing on my soundboard i i again forgot about this so and now this
1: and now this
0: but that was not very accurate <laughs> 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 you did better in the past
2: <laughs> next one would be uh vincent so tell me which the one? youtube
1: video please the video, oh, YouTube really? video you see Yes, I know it's a YouTube video, but I found that this creator actually summarized very well what uh, we are about to see and it's about my favorite software, not my favorite, but one of my favorite software from my one of my favorite software providers, something that, Tarek, you don't necessarily love that much. It's about Microsoft Teams. It's about Microsoft Teams in the next phase where Microsoft redesigned the whole platform um, to A. Um, Make it faster, somewhere in the video we see a bit more on what this program is now based on in terms of development, but also of course how it is implementing AI features um, and very prominently showing how closely uh, uh, (laughs) um, Microsoft is working together with OpenAI. And how the features are performing, and um, I just found it very interesting. I like it i, I like this development very much, um because a, yeah there's a lot of features like new emojis, new design, these kind of things, but they build teams from the ground up completely new. it is two times faster. It uses seventy percent less memory now, um and yeah, you see the animation over and over and over again, Um, it's quite interesting. However, what now Teams will do for you is it will find times automatically. Yes, uh, find times automatically. It also uses, there you can see it, the classic Teams is built on custom HTML and CSS, and now Teams is made on Fluent, something like that I will ask you in very short time about what that actually means. Host is electron, whatever, I don't know what it is, but it works, I guess. No, but also um, teams will much more fluently work together with other platforms, uh, of course, within the Microsoft universe, specifically for the AI, uh, for the AI part. So you see there's a new discover section that aggregates the most important content for you, specifically for you, and that is learned by AI. Um, It will, again, have a lot of collaboration features, specifically focusing on microsoft loop the new loop feature that is kind of a take as far as i understand it's already existing we can already try it out it's kind of a take as far as i understand on um, notion Um, there you can see it in action Uh, it is very very interesting and i'm just very excited for it and this is why i wanted to bring it today and there you can see again the animation how they envision it uh, specifically with the help of AI, they want to make the collaboration between different features much more fluent. I just like that very much. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I'm very curious, especially because we use Teams almost every single day and we keep complaining about so many things from usability over stability over reliability over configuration screw-ups that we have in in Teams. So on the one hand, I hope that they, uh, they don't get worse in whatever they they rebuild right now. At the same time, Microsoft is currently on the very top with the AI technologies and their collaborations with OpenAI, and so it would be a really missed chance if they would not include all of their new AI-based features in their, uh, let's say, uh, like like most front uh, user-facing features uh, or products like Microsoft Teams. Yeah.
1: In the video, you just saw also Copilot, this new feature that will support, oh yes, I forgot about so many things, the AI, this, this goes on. But let's talk about Copilot first. Copilot is um, what I'm most excited about to see how well it's actually made because Copilot will take the power of the OpenAI model and apply it uh, within Microsoft Teams. But I mean, in the end, Microsoft Teams is just a platform where people meet with different, well, in the end, uh, I don't know, I'm I'm not going to say APIs uh, because that is uh, not what it is but there are different streams of information all coming together in this one platform um like a super app and now a co-pilot will take all of the information it's getting uh and will try to master the task you give us the example there is very easy it is create a timetable on where we can meet and then create a meeting out of it um or uh, summarize everything Henrique said and compare to what Vincent said and highlight differences uh, in their opinions, these kind of things, okay? But can also copilot go into the teams that we have can cobra and maybe i don't know clean it out of specific or s- crawl for specific information um how can copilot access um if you have access to those documents documents that maybe are based on other drives maybe on OneDrive something that you share with me and i say well take all the documentation from all of the different ones and create a powerpoint out of it or an excel um, that is very very interesting yeah
0: I wonder if I'm I'm kind of excited for the avatars in the in video conferences, like if you have a bad hair day or just don't <laughs> feel like you want to be in front of the camera and stuff. And I wonder if that also helps like people who are not, I mean, we are kind of tech savvy and kind of also in VR environments. We've already been there and interacted with virtual avatars and so on, but it's kind of it's you know it's not the norm and it's irritating and it's a weird kind of setting if in that way if you have like some people using avatars in video calls and we all have video calls all day long um, it becomes more normal to interact with an avatar for everyone and then slowly it kind of you know gets into the direction people do not have the are not that hesitant anymore towards virtual and mixed reality settings stuff like that if that could be like the entry point in kind of normalizing uh this
2: i remember that a couple of tech reviews in the past we talked about the new pricing tier of microsoft teams and having like this microsoft teams premium do you know if this is all all these new features or the new version is it completely locked behind the the paywall
1: so mm-hmm. right now this is still in testing and the only thing uh, the only ones who will get it right now are commercial users mm-hmm. um, it will be rolled out to education to uh, the general free version also also not to uh, windows platform only right now obviously it's just a windows feature you will also see it in mac and and at web uh, but currently only commercial can users can use it and only of course with selected partners slash admins can turn on this feature so for the commercial version that we are all using or working in the end in the same environment. Um, our um, super admin could turn it on and we could experience it. What of this will then finally be available? If Copilot will be available, uh, if Avatar is going to be available in the free version, the web version, I don't know. Uh, but I'm really excited to see it but Henrique um, I have to agree with you and again I just want to highlight how extremely smart from my point of view Microsoft's take is on this transition into the metaverse they didn't do this brutal jump that meta did um, or a lot of other platforms they are implementing all of these features step by step and really leading you into their vision of argument reality because of course what they're doing is it is a complete virtual reality right it's complete vr when you turn on avatar and me and everything around me is on the one hand completely virtual but it's argumented because it is still showing what's actually being seen by the camera but not virtual uh this really brings you a. It's a dilemma. What do you call it? Is it AR? Is it VR? I don't know right now. But B, and that's a more significant point. Um, this is really where Microsoft is heading. Uh, they 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 see that this is too far away to to say we are jumping completely to VR, and they develop those features. I I, I would like to believe they have this master plan since when they launched Teams now four years ago. Um, I think even more I think six years ago 18 was I think the first Teams version but um, I would like to believe it but whatever it is they develop they're developing those tools that step by step partially and even more are becoming more of that so I think that's just extremely I, I think we need to give Microsoft credit for that a lot
2: so far, I agree. Let's test it first before we give credit. <laughs> but, of course, I'm going to find out who we have to bribe uh, to get access, like early access to this new version of Microsoft Teams because, yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping for the best, even though, you know, Please. I am literally not the, the, the biggest fan of Microsoft Teams. <laughs> so it was it
0: officially introduced in March 2017, Google says.
2: Mm, really? Really? All right.
1: And now this.
2: Let's jump to my first article, uh, which is this one. Samsung workers made a major error by using ChatGPT. And this is something that everybody knew would happen, but it actually happened to Samsung. Because Samsung engineers at its uh, semiconductor uh, arm unwittingly leaked confidential leaked confidential information while using ChatGPT. Um, in three recorded incidents, employees inputted trade secrets such as source code, internal meeting notes, and hardware data effectively into the hands of OpenAI by pushing it simply into ChatGPT. Um, the, the semiconductor company um, from, from Samsung, um, they, they are developing their in-house AI uh, for internal use, um, and they they prompted uh i think several um several confidential documents and uh, meeting notes and everything for summarization and for uh mm-hmm additional value that they use OpenAI's ChatGPT for um, into the the search and they did not remember that everything that you put in there right now is stored on OpenAI servers and is potentially used to retrain uh, the language model that OpenAI is using for ChatGPT. And this is something that is of course during the test uh, uh, operations of uh, OpenAI well known and we all know that we uh, are asked to not put anything sensitive in there, but it happened with uh, with Samsung. And what we all know is that it's probably not possible to delete these things from OpenAI because in their terms and conditions, they take everything you put in there and they might reuse it. Um, and this is actually the, the reason why Italy is banning ChatGPT altogether because the EU's GDPR, technically forbids exactly this kind of thing, collecting personal data without the option to delete it afterwards. This is some conditions of the GDPR, and that's why other European nations like Germany, for example, is also considering um, uh, targeting uh, OpenAI because of this. Um, And with Samsung, this is now like the the worst case scenario. They have uh, a a lot of, let's say, what was it, like these three incidents where they actually put it, um, sensitive information there and it is now part of ChatGPT. i'm not sure if we are uh, we can uh, target these informations by asking like tell me something secret about samsung and then we get it out of this language model it might happen because this is exactly what uh chat is doing right um and in, so far we only knew this in theory um but it obviously happens and i i'm sure that we are going to use this article as a um as a Let's say a scary story for everyone starting working with ChatGPT uh, to be extra careful. And I'm not sure if there is already something like an opt out option where we say uh, whatever we put in there, let's keep it a secret. Um, but in this case, or at least if you use like the free version from the web uh, for ChatGPT, it's ex- explicitly said that everything you put in there will be stored and reused in some capacity. Yeah. And so, I I kind of like the story even though it's super scary and I think this is something that we will uh, have to deal with in the future even even more carefully. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my my question to you <laughs> have have you used ChatGPT uh, for external or for internal uh, work with classified documents yet? And now that I ask this, uh, please Not don't yet. don't tell it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not so don't yet. answer. Okay. <laughs> but your opinion.
0: <laughs> um no, but I think it's it's super important that we talk about these cases because it's i mean it's a huge deal and it's easily forgotten or overlooked because people are excited about ChatGPT. a lot of companies a lot of individuals are like yeah try it out and yeah we need to try it out and we need to make ourselves comfortable with it um because it's here to stay but at the same time um yeah everyone has to be quite cautious and it's um that's something that's always kind of lacking like the educational part of like okay to what extent you can use it in what way you should use it what you have to be you know have to have in mind and not getting like hugely excited and put everything in there without thinking about it so it's important that we have those although i mean it would be great to not have these incidents but you know have these worst case examples to kind of make everyone aware Yes, this is why you should think twice before, (laughs) you know, you put all your internal confidential information in there or too many personal details or whatever, because you have to have in mind that it's um, not yours only then anymore.
1: First of all, I I must say that this is one more proof that really gives me a good feeling um because it shows that a absolute tech giant in hardware and software is doing the same is making the same mistakes as everybody else it's it, it's um and i think specifically since it's an asian company i always have the personal my personal impression of this company always is that it's a very regulated very careful very also maybe pragmatic steered um approach to tech this is also maybe since i'm working at update we partner with samsung a lot um i always from my experience these guys are really they're really pragmatic very realistic also and doing that mistake that just gives me a good feeling we all do the same we're all humans we're all in germany you would say we all cook with water Uh, and that is very very nice um (laughs) Also, I think um, these uh, employees of Samsung just got just experienced the business model of Microsoft <laughs> and OpenAI back, back at it um, firsthand because this is exactly, I think, what 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 OpenAI does, right? It collects as many as much data as it could to learn and train and to get better. And if you want that extra piece of privacy, if you want that extra piece of performance, well, you got to buy it and i think that's just brutally smart and this this i i if i were microsoft or if i were open uh i don't know if i would put it on my website but <laughs> i would definitely read this and say well exactly <laughs> yeah but you're here is right. here is the affiliate link <laughs> I, i'm
2: i mean one of the the big things that Microsoft is promising is to have like better workload, no, not like a more efficient way of, of dealing with your meetings and everything and uh, automatically having Microsoft Teams sub, uh, um, transcribe all the meetings and summarize and analyze and everything. Of course, the first thing they have to guarantee is that if you're using this in your company, everything you put in there is confidential. And so uh, obviously in the future, you should not be scared to use OpenAI or, or, or all of these services for your business needs. Uh, But in this case, where we are still in this test phase or misusing like the test version of chatGPT for like confidential stuff. uh, Yeah, (laughs) you still have to be very careful.
1: But is it a test phase? Is it really? Because I mean, this training of the model will never end because trends will evolve, trends will develop. And with trends, I'm not saying trends like Last year, when we spoke about Bitcoin and crypto and all of these kind of things and Web3, even though still it's very relevant, but I mean, last year, you remember, you remember 2022, we all do. <laughs> um, and, and my question is, is it really a test? Because this training will never be over. And what is there? What, what better is there than training on real life use under the proclamation of, hey, this is a test uh so don't mess it up with putting in your private information but by the way microsoft azure has all of this for free if you buy azure so i don't know if this is a test i think this is just the the way it will be you have the you have the free version with all of these i'm I'm gonna say challenges of privacy and you're gonna have the the the, the, the tailor-made thing for you
2: yeah but the azure version is not for free if you Buy into the subscription of Azure, then you are paying exactly for this uh, corporate uh, um, partnership, and then I'm I'm pretty sure that you have these these confidentiality clauses. But if you're using the OpenAI version for free, then it's explicitly said that you are in this test phase, and you have to agree that everything that you're entering there is is uh, recorded and reused. So there there's no secret around this, and there's no misuse about this. You you agree to this? But the GDPR says um, you do not have the right to agree to have personal information stored without the right of deleting it afterwards. So this this agreement is, ty- is, is practically illegal from the European standpoint.
1: It, it, the, the part with the GDPR, I do not uh, disagree at all, but uh, to the rest, I just want to say, uh, this is exactly what I meant. But I'm just saying that I think that what Microsoft will do or is already doing with together with OpenAI is they're going to offer you all of those Azure services you're paying for and promising you these pieces, these the, the things that you are getting more or less on top, uh, but being part of it, but obviously in the end you pay for it. And this is why I think this test phase will never stop. Um, because they just need as much information as they're getting. And honestly, from these kind of things, they're just profiting of it because they, they can develop the, the algorithm, the way they train these th- this thing much better. So I, I, Amazon yeah. did the same thing, I think, a few weeks ago. So I don't think that this test will ever be over. No, no, no. Of course, it
2: will be retrained. But the question is, what what uh, source data do you put into there? And there, of course, you can you can split it up. If you uh, take Wikipedia and all articles from Wikipedia and use the training data, completely okay, because this is publicly available data. But the, the data that lands onto your uh, Microsoft uh, Azure cloud, because they are confidential meeting uh, documents, you you sh- it it's not it would be a death sentence if for some reason these confidential information land into the training data and so i'm i'm absolutely sure that they do not need this and they will not use this unless it's like a like a really really serious incident on microsoft's side because if if it happens for once they they would lose all trust from all corporations using this at all yeah, and, and i don't think that they need this they they have a lot of data, of course they always need more data, but i don't think that they need it so badly that they misuse confidential documents from corporate customers to retrain their their language models
1: no 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 they 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 will just i think they will just keep on deliver um on giving this test uh for everybody to use, yeah, counting on it, that we will do it, sure. and then promising, of course, everybody who needs confidentiality, using Azure services, this piece of privacy.
2: Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a paid feature. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right,
2: yeah. Uh, we are through with our three articles of the week. Thank you so much for your input. As always, a pleasure, and talk to you, and see you next week.
0: Bye. If you are hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode of Tech Review. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope this new episode was valuable for you. And if it was, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you are listening to us right now. Share this episode with others who could also like it. Do you have a topic that you'd like to see covered in future episodes? Tell us in the comments or on social media. We hope you'll be back for the next Tech Review.